Hello, my real wellness friend. I am glad that you are joining me today on episode 38. Today, I'm going to help you increase your momentum in wellness because you have a few things going. You've been implementing some things. You've had some, okay, maybe some challenges come up that have been a a struggle for you. And today, we're going to help you get some momentum on that. Momentum happens when internally and externally things are clicking, things are working right. But that also means there are internal and external things that can stop your momentum. I'm going to share this with you in a three-part series so you can digest this a little bit at a time. There are three common limiting beliefs that we're going to cover in today's episode. Next time, next episode, we're going to go really deep into one belief that it's it's a killer. It is one of the big killers of momentum, and it's overarching, so I'm I'm going to spend a whole episode on that. And then in our third part, we're going to shift to external, and that's some of the practical challenges that stop your momentum. So let's get into this. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. What your mind and my mind attends to continually, what it believes, what it thinks about over and over again, will eventually be lived out. You've experienced this. You know this. And this is why limiting beliefs are... They're insidious. They're, they're beliefs. And so sometimes we don't even know that they're there. We don't know to question them. So today I'm going to surface a little bit for you some of the three commenting, three, bleh, let's try that again, the three common limiting beliefs that I see over and over again and begin to help you question them and find a new story to tell, a new way to believe around these. Number one, this one I hinted at in episode 35, how optimization in wellness hurts you. It is the either or belief. Either my work or my people or my projects will be well or I will be well. A client I worked with had this belief of, I came last. I was sacrificing myself because I believed if I take care of me, then I'm not a hard worker. And being a hard worker was something that this client had as a a big value for herself. And in her mind, as she saw it, this limiting belief was, when I am taking care of myself, that means I'm not working. Therefore, I'm not a hard worker. Her new belief, once she realized that this was a limiting belief, her new belief became, I am a hard worker and I come first. And I want that for you. Anytime you're getting that sense of either or, and the way that you recognize that is when you feel that that tension inside you, or when you see that I am wanting to live one way and I'm not I'm not doing that on a regular basis. 
So there's something stopping me. There's some thought stopping me. And that lets you know, okay, I need to pay attention to this. And one of the things to check for is either or. Second limiting belief I see coming up on a regular basis is I have to have it all or do it all now versus I trust the process, and you may have heard this phrase I'm about to use, I trust the process of first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. This is where you hyper-focus on what you need in this season. A couple of examples for you on this, and one of them I'm going to get pretty vulnerable because it's recent out of my journal. But first, I'm going to tell on my husband. He has, when he travels, a desire to have lots of books with him. And he's on the strengths finder. He's an input, so he loves information. So he wants to take, you know, what do I want? That's That has always been his default question of, I want to have it all and do it all now. Or in this case, I want to read it all and, and have all that information now. So, you know, what do I want? He ends up with so many books on vacation that he doesn't get through them all and doesn't enjoy them. Recently, he made a shift to where he began to hyper-focus, and hyper-focus is something I've talked about in an episode on making new habits stick, and I will link that in the show notes. The new habit is, or the new question he's asking himself is, what is essential? And by doing that, it narrows down to what he needs in this particular season. Now, I'm going to tell on myself and that is, and I've, what's funny with this is I've had to learn this multiple times. So, you know, this is not a lesson that, oh, I discovered this limiting belief and snap, we're over it. No, I've had to do this a couple of times. Years ago, I was in the middle of a divorce and I had always noticed that a few things. One, I had loved having music in my life. Two is I liked having activities on the weekends. I liked having activities in the evening. There were certain things in my lifestyle that I enjoyed. But when I was going through this divorce, I needed quiet. I did not want much TV. I did not go out as much, not in the sense of depression and and staying in, but I needed a lot of time to reflect. And it really, and at that time, it really bothered me of, you know, why do I need all this right now? And I remember reading a story in the Old Testament. If you read the Bible, you'll possibly recognize this story. I remember reading the story about when Israel left Egypt and went through the wilderness and then they were going into the promised land. It was a time that what got them here won't get them there. So understanding there are seasons for things. There's something you might need in one season and then something different you might need in another season. Well, I've recently had to learn this again. And I was struggling with the concept of, okay, I had been losing some sleep and I was needing some different types of self-care during that season and things that normally would be fun and would not take out of my emotional tank, they were taking out of my tank. And I wrote in my journal because I was I was really struggling with this and I was judging myself about it. And here's, I'm just going to read straight out of my journal for you. Today, one of my ahas was that if I handle a particular situation, which that I won't get into for you, um, a certain way today, that does not mean that that is what I will always do. I was reading it as if I do this 
this particular way now, then that means that's what I'm committing to the rest of my life, or it's what I'm saying I'm valuing the rest of my life. So let's just translate this to your wellness. If you say right now in this season, this is what my exercise look like, or in this season, this is what my nutrition or my food prep or my meal planning looks like, you're not committing to that for the rest of your life. I was talking with the client last week about how for her and her family's meal prepping and meal planning, she's like, I would love to do fresh vegetables, but we've got several kids at home and we both work full time and I'm in a management position. Right now, I just have to deal with the reality that we're not going to have fresh vegetables. It's going to be things out of the freezer. It's going to be things that are gotten in the deli. They're still vegetables. They're still great. They're still healthy, but it's not how she would cook previous in years or in years to come when they're empty nesters. Limiting belief number three is I should be able to do this on my own. Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Well, if that's the case, which it is, how do you change what you're thinking? You're smart, you're creative, you know your life best, which side note, that's why cookie cutter plans don't work. And if you had nothing else to do in life and you were going to live to be 300 years old, maybe you could experiment with a thousand different workouts, a thousand different nutrition philosophies and stress management techniques to see what works in your ever-changing life of seasons that we just talked about. But since the number one predictor of success in wellness is your team... Maybe you need a friend who can offer a different perspective, offer a different way of thinking, or a coach who's trained to ask you the right questions so that you get a new way of thinking faster and gives you the encouragement then to stick with it. Speaking of the wellness team, episode 22, if you've not listened to that, go back and listen to it, how to get the support you need to succeed. There are lots of ways in that episode I share with you for you to get support. So what do you do for these three common limiting beliefs? I've got three steps for you. First is that you discover it by knowing what you value. Know what you want your wellness lifestyle to look like. Write that out just, you know, in adverbs, adjectives, sentences, paragraphs. I don't care. Just get it on paper what you want your wellness lifestyle to look like. And then two is notice any time you are not living that, that you are not experiencing that. As I mentioned that you, you're like, oh, this is what I want and I'm not living it and I feel some tension inside of me. And then step three is pause and listen. Just, just pause for two seconds and just kind of hear what's going on, what thoughts going through your mind. No judgment because judgment will shut down your ability to hear what your thoughts are. Then once you have that, Ask yourself what else could be true. So like my client who had the, I am a hard worker and I come first. That is what was true for her. For me, one of the things that came up was what I do in one season is not what I'm committing to the rest of my life. It's just what I need in this season for what I value. That's basically your homework for this episode, and that is to pay attention, discover some of your limiting beliefs. These three are very common, so kind of go there first, and then ask yourself what else could be true. Can't wait to talk to you next time, because our next episode, we're really going to go deep on how to increase your momentum, because we're going to eliminate one of the number one limiting beliefs that kills your momentum. Talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me and investing in your self today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? 
share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.